Are you ready to embark on a transformative journey of luxury and soulful living? Welcome to Create Your Sacred Space, the sensational new podcast hosted by Nikki Klug, a renowned luxury interior designer with an unwavering commitment to mental wellness and heart-centered living. In this captivating show, we shine a spotlight on the minds and hearts of the luxury home industry's finest. From visionary architects to talented designers, we explore their stories, their passions, and the profound connection between wellness and the spaces they craft. If you're a homeowner with a desire to create a sanctuary that nurtures your mind and spirit, or a design enthusiast who values the power of heart-centered living, this podcast is tailored to your soul's delight. Join Nikki and her esteemed guests as they peel back the layers of luxury design, revealing how spaces can elevate your well-being and touch your soul. Each episode is an inspiring journey of discovery, offering practical insights and tips to turn your home into a sacred haven. Discover the secrets behind spaces that heal, where elegance and mindfulness converge in a seamless dance. With Nikki's warmth and expertise, you'll be inspired to design spaces that not only please the eye, but also nourish the heart. Are you ready to transform your living experience? Subscribe to Create Your Sacred Space on your favorite podcast platform and journey with us as we aim to design a life of beauty, luxury, and mindfulness. Tune in now and elevate your living experience like never before. Dorothy had it right. There's truly no place like home. But it's not just a place. It's a feeling. It's where we build our lives, raise our families, laugh, cry, make memories, grow old, host friends, share our lives through family dinners, watch the sunrise, relax, rest, make the most important decisions of our lives. Our home restores us as we try to live out there in this very crazy, chaotic world. Your home is the perfect reflection of what's going on inside of you. It's not just where we eat and sleep. It's sacred, your sacred space. It's where you create, grow, dream. It should be both your field and haven for everyday living. Homes are meant to be beautiful and livable, functional, organized, and warm. Have you ever walked into a home and you feel this incredible warmth, energy, love, where everything not only looks beautiful, but it just feels good? like food for your soul. That's what true luxury means. That's what we help you do. Create sacred spaces for every member of your family. Whether it's a little nook where you can sink into a chair and get lost in a book, a screen porch where you can relax or host parties for hours, your dream kitchen to whip up Saturday morning breakfast, or helping your bedroom find that love again. We design magical, sacred spaces that make you feel better and do better out in the world. Because the truth is, you don't really just create your home. Your home creates you. Start your design journey today with a complimentary discovery call by visiting NikkiKlugDesign.com forward slash consultation. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to Create Your Sacred Space. I'm your host, Nikki Klug, and I'm absolutely thrilled to have you here today. Before we dive into our episode, I want to take a moment to introduce our incredible guest, 
Ronnie Tyler. Ronnie isn't just a guest on our show. She's been a cherished friend, a trusted coach, and a valued client of mine. Together, we've embarked on transformative journeys, shaping both her home and her office into spaces of inspiration and purpose. Today, Ronnie and I will explore a topic that lies close to our hearts, luxury. As Ronnie so eloquently puts it, luxury isn't just about extravagance. It's about creating a feeling, a feeling of comfort, quality, and fulfillment. It's about turning dreams into tangible realities, something we strive to achieve in our sacred spaces. Reflecting on our collaborative efforts in transforming Ronnie's headquarters in Duluth, Georgia, I'm reminded of the power of intentionality and alignment. Our journey wasn't just about aesthetics. It was about infusing every corner with meaning and purpose, reflecting Ronnie's values and vision. We'll all also delve into Ronnie's home, where every detail from the vibrant colors to the cozy warmth reflects her personality and enhances her daily experience. It's a testament to the importance of nurturing ourselves amidst our commitments to others. In our conversation about client experiences, Ronnie shares invaluable insights into the dynamics of collaboration and communication. We'll explore the importance of setting clear expectations and fostering trust, ensuring that every interaction is infused with positivity and purpose. Ronnie's presence today serves as a beacon of inspiration, a reminder of the transformative power of collaboration and intentionality in creating sacred spaces that nourish the soul. So to Ronnie and to all of you, Thank you for being here. Your presence enriches our journey, and I'm honored to share this space with you. Now, without further ado, let's dive into our conversation with Ronnie Tyler. Get ready to be inspired, uplifted, and empowered as we explore the art of creating sacred spaces. Thank you for joining me on Create Your Sacred Space. Let's begin. I am so, so, so excited to be here today with the amazing Ronnie Tyler, who is, let me be transparent, my friend, my coach, my client, and we have had some great times together in life and business and designing both her home and her office. So welcome, 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 Ronnie. I'm so happy you can make time for our show today. Thank you, Nikki. I'm happy to be here. So yeah. So let's start off with talking about how you define luxury. So how do I find luxury? Um, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I know the feeling. It's just like makes you go, oh, you know, but mm -hmm. um, it's something that is um, nice, extravagant, but also comfortable. Yes. Um, something that's not average. I don't think that luxury things are things that like the average person can just go out there and get their hands on. Mm -hmm. um, and so you just, and I think of quality. Mm -hmm. So those are some of the things that, that come to mind when I think about luxury. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Yes. My definition encompasses a lot of that. And my definition is the sense that everything is exactly as it's supposed to be. 
So in our imaginations, the quality of the materials, the experience that it provides you, all the things that we've dreamed about, like coming to reality, like we can touch it and feel it and sense it. Um, so that's how I like to look at luxury. But everyone has their own definition and it means so many things to people. Yeah. Um, I like to blend sacred spaces in luxury because while I absolutely believe that having a sacred space is something that everybody should have, um, we tend to make it a luxury. We tend to make it something that we put off in the distance, like when the kids grow up or uh, when I make more money or when I achieve this goal or that goal. Um, but I like to say that it actually helps you get closer to those goals, especially when you're talking about your money space. And that's where you and I first started working together, right? We, we did right. your headquarters in Duluth, Georgia. And um, it was an amazing experience. Oh my gosh. So stressful because it's right in the middle of COVID. Right. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes. You back. Yes. <laughs> and so how was that experience for you? Just, um, you know, having your dreams manifest like right before your eyes over the course of a period of time. But like we had our ideas, you had a sense of how you wanted it to look and feel. But what about when it was finally all done and revealed? How did that make you feel? Um, just really proud. I mean, like you really were able to capture, it was almost like you captured our mission, but it's in, in design, you know, <laughs> you know? And so um, all of the things that we're, um, support and all of the things that we are about were kind of wrapped up into the, the design. Mm -hmm. um, and you were able to do that through, you know, just the, the questions that you asked, the interviewing us. To, um, it was a lot, but just going through that process with you to come out with really how you were able to incorporate um, everything that I liked. But then my husband, what a challenge, like <laughs> talking to me <laughs> and my husband, and trying to pull that together and put it into one design, but you you were able to do that. And so when we, when we walk into the building, it really looks as if, okay, yes, these people really, really support the Black community, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not like obvious, like it doesn't have to be obviously like thrown in your face. Oh, here's an African mask or whatever, although there are some hints, but it's just... I don't know. Like, I, I'm not going to figure out your process. That's your process. That's your magic, right? <laughs> but you did that. And I love, but the second thing is it's not our first location. It was our first location that we purchased, but we were renting other locations, mm -hmm. but never had someone come in to do design. And so it really makes me feel good to have a, a nice place for our employees to work at as well. Mm -hmm. And a place to bring our clients to as well. So um, yeah, it was a great process to work with you. Awesome. Awesome. I get that a lot of times when I see the team, they thank me for the space that we created together for them with them in mind. I'm like, you know what? It was all Ronnie and Lamar because you were insistent that we want our employees, we want our staff and our support to come in and be energetic and happy to be there and know, you know that we're on mission and that the core values are being exemplified in every way through the physical sense, the you know emotional, um, the you know strategic, all the ways that we can incorporate our core values. That's what we were looking to do and and to support and um, strengthen that overall um, feel for everyone. Yeah, and you know, Nikki, it it makes a difference, especially when you you, you talk about 
having a place for people to work. Mm -hmm. And you're asking someone to come in and help you to support your mission, to support your goals. And you want to make sure that they have a nice place to work every day that they come into work. And it makes a big difference because these people are going to spend the majority of their time with you each day. Mm -hmm. um, and it also makes a big difference when you're when you're interviewing to bring someone into your space. And it's just like, oh, like a couple desks shoved up against the wall. <laughs> posters on the wall or just bringing them into a nice space right because people always want to know that they're achieved something have achieved some things that they're going on the right career path and they're not taking a step back by coming in and working for you on you know sitting on a some folding chairs and a table you know and if that's what you have if that's what you have right now that's fine but at some point you want to make that a priority to just make sure that you have a nice place for your employees to work at. Now tell me, can you think back and remember like morale at your previous location versus the new location? Was there anybody that transitioned with you that made that transition? And can you put a finger on just the mood of the energy in the space? A few people transitioned with us. Um, we lost a lot of people during COVID. So okay. a lot of people just went off and did other careers. Like, I don't know, they just didn't want to come back to the office either, right? right, right. <laughs> people that did come back, they, it was just excited. They were just excited, <laughs> you know? Right. Um, happy and excited and, you know, being able to kind of pick their own workspace and their desk. So I would say excitement. They even went overboard because, you know, you had that beautiful break room and they were like, can we make some, can we get a, um, what do you want, a little toaster ovens? And <laughs> I'm like, no, you're not bringing a toaster oven. In Everybody would be at home. <laughs> And then cook bacon in it. <laughs> Those are the types of conversations they were having. I was like, you're not bringing the toaster oven into our break room. <laughs> it's not a kitchen. It's a break room. Oh my gosh, too funny. <laughs> um, yeah, the break room was something that was important for us to create a space of zen. Like the other areas in your office and your headquarters have like a lot of energy, reds and blues and, you know, vibrancy. But the break room was like, okay, let's give them a little zen to chill out on their lunch, to chill out on their 15 minute break through the day um, to decompress and then get back at it. Right. <laughs> right. Yep. Yep. And then we did a training room. We did a classroom. Um, I talk so much about color and how it influences you, you know, that we look at the senses and how your space affects you. Color is one of the major ways that um, we are, you know, we're cued into the vibrancy and the mood of a space. And so in the training room, we use a lot of yellows. Um, mm -hmm. And that was because um, yellow is associated with learning and awareness and, and being ready to receive. So um, I didn't even know that. You probably told me at one point, but I would have <laughs> never figured that out on my own. See, that's why I need you. Right. 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 Awesome. <laughs> awesome. And then we were able to um, design your home in Georgia in the uh, Atlanta Metroplex. And that was an experience because it was like, okay, we did it. We got our dream home. Well, you're what you call it, your dream home? I think it's a, an amazing Not yet. home. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. But yeah, you, you want it to feel like an adult. Yeah. <laughs> but I love it. I, I mean, I do love living here. It's definitely a nice space. And um, you just help to just make it. Um, it's, it's, it's the best space I've ever lived in, right? Because um, I love just how when I come home, it's just so inviting. Mm -hmm. 
Um, everything just is right where it needs to be. The colors, the, the designs, just everything is well thought out. Something that I couldn't have done myself, you know? <laughs> so, and I keep saying this because you, like I attempt to decorate a room and it's just, it looks like the palette for you. Like it looks like, <laughs> you know, um, I just don't know what well, you're the design professional, but yeah, it's, 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 it's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. And you want to invite people over and you right. want, and you don't mind like at any given time, somebody could come over and I don't care. I'm like, I'm just proud. Like it's, it's nice. Yeah. That's awesome. That's an awesome feeling to have, especially after you've worked so hard, right. In your career. Yeah and in your business to be able to say, wow, I deserve this. You know, this isn't about keeping up with the Joneses. It's not about appearances. It's about what, how I want to treat myself. Right. Yeah. Now I killed the plant that you gave me. Uh oh, <laughs> that's, that's gone. That you can do everything, but you can't teach me how to have a green thumb, but <laughs> oh no. Okay. We'll have to invest in some faux plants for you now. We tried, Nikki. We tried. We tried. You. We tried. You know, as you bring that up, greenery really does um, bring life to a space. Like I'm almost tempted. Usually I will pull my fiddly fig over here to this corner. It gets the best light over here off camera. But when I do my podcast, I usually do pull it in because green makes, you know, it brings energy. Yeah, to space, I missed right? it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we'll have to get you another plant. <laughs> Well, you know, it didn't actually all the way die, but they were, you, you put so much time and energy into those plants, even the pots and they were going down fast. I gave them to somebody to say, Hey, you know what? I, yeah. Don't let me I'm kill not, it. I'm you take over. A, I'm not doing a thing. Like it's, they're going to be dead. So they have a new home. Okay. They've been rehomed. And, I, and I'll get, I'll get you to help me pick out something that I can take care of. Like, okay. it just needs to be dusted and not ordered. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Um, let's see. Let's talk about also, I say this all the time because I experienced it myself where the results were great, but working with the service provider was horrendous. <laughs> it's like so many things went wrong or things weren't communicated or it just was like so hard to get there. And yes, I was happy with the final results, but the, the experience of it all wasn't stellar. And you and I talk about this because you're my coach, um, how important client experience is. Talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely important. Um, well, the first thing is, I think more people need to take more responsibility for um, their part in the project, right? And so it's a relationship. And so you as a client have responsibilities as well as the service provider. And I think sometimes clients um, don't want to live up to their responsibilities, but yet, you know, want to hold the service provider to, to everything. Right. And so um, when you are invested, involved and paying attention as a client, then you'll have better experience. And so, so me just as a small business owner, and working with a lot of service providers. And then I recommend them to people and they say, well, I don't have that same experience with them. And I'm saying, because, you know, for me, I like to make sure that I'm like really involved in the process. Um, and so that's the first thing is, if you want to have a better experience, make sure that you're a good client as well, right? Now, I didn't ask you if I was a good client, but I'm saying I'm preaching it, but I might not practice it, okay? You are a good <laughs> client, Roddy. Yes, you are. <laughs> 
Just you're busy woman. Sometimes with clients, and this is across the board with, with, I would say the majority of our full service clients, they're busy people. So we got to mm -hmm. catch them, you know? And so I get permission early on, you know, I feel like maybe I'm bugging you, but you know, I say, is it okay if I reach back out, if I don't hear from you, or if I need a deadline, an answer to meet a deadline, can I text you? Like, you know, we do get that yeah. permission. Yeah. And the text messages helped me as well, right? Because number one, I wanted to keep the project separate. And so in my personal email, but all day long, I'm in my work email, right? Mm -hmm. And so and not having that, I know when we first worked um, on the headquarters, well, all of that came through work email, but that was for the, the business office. But then when I started doing pro personal projects with you, I wanted to keep that over there, but I'm not over there all day. Mm -hmm. And so then if you need me, then you need to actually be able to... Um, text me. And that was very helpful because then when I get off work, I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm not even checking. I don't even go and check my personal email. <laughs> so maybe on Saturdays, you know, right, right. that's too late. And so, yes, yeah, it's important to make sure that you find out like what's the best way to communicate with people. And if it's okay, if I can text you, or do you have an assistant that maybe, um, that you meet with every morning that I can, you know, give you the items and they can, you know, follow up with me and stuff and, and things like that. But yeah. 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 You definitely have to be creative with that. <laughs> right. So having that overall experience be something that's pleasant, that's, you know, communicative, uh, setting proper expectations about timelines, about budgets, like all of that takes work. Right. And to be a design professional, the creative side is natural, but, you know, constantly improving our skills and project management and communication is something that has become really important to us over mm -hmm. the last decade, I'd say. Yep. So, yes. so. And yeah. you, you, you're great to work with too, because you are calm in the face of frustration. Like, and I think that that is, is also helpful um, just to kind of diffuse the situation or whatever, but just been very like helpful and, um, really willing to kind of like serve and find out like, well, what do you need? You know? So I, that was really a great experience with you. Yeah. Yeah. It has been, uh, definitely an experience working with contractors. We had a contractor that we worked with all the time in San Diego who was stellar. Like he would be where he said he would be, be on time, clean up behind himself. And I got spoiled. I worked with him for 10, 11 years in San Diego and did not realize how bad sometimes it can be. And we just really had to toughen up and um, make sure that our clients, you know, didn't get that, um, you know, like we were their buffer, you know, between the contractors and some of their tendencies um, and the clients. So it, uh, it definitely is a priority for us to help relieve some of that frustration because construction and remodeling can be, oh my gosh, like couples have divorced because of construction projects. Um, oh Lord, no. <laughs> I mean, none of my clients personally, but I've heard stories because it is- Okay, no, I don't need any more design projects. I don't need any more <laughs> no, not my personal clients, but there are horror stories about just all that happens in construction and remodeling and, you know, people in your home or office in and out and just all the tensions, right, that build um, when, when you're in a situation that, you know, is not your normal. Right. So, right. All the anticipation and expect, expectations. I know that contractors sometimes will, you know, they'll, they'll do a their task, right? 
and they'll leave it like halfway, it seems to us, halfway finished, but their intention is to come back and do like one last finish. Well, if you know that me as a designer, I know that I can prep my clients to know that, hey, this first coat of paint isn't going to cover perfectly, okay? They're going to leave and you're going to think, oh, they're finished painting. It's like, no, they've got to come back and do a second coat once flooring goes in and people are bumping the walls and installing cabinets. They'll come back and do a final coat. So I think just even that small little mention and letting clients know, setting the expectation so that they're not frustrated with, hey, I'm saying this, you know, this patch that's not painted well and it looks like he's finished what's going on so um it's just little things like that that make a big difference for clients and so that's part of creating the sacred space the sacred experience so that not only do you enjoy the results but you've enjoyed the whole process along the way yeah 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 so enough about that um let's move on to what's one of your favorite spaces um in the office and then in your home Okay, so let me think. I think one of my favorite spaces in the office is probably either the break room or or uh, the training center. Okay. Just because um, we use it so <laughs> much. Yeah. I love the break room because of co- of course it allows us to take a break, to relax, to have those conversations, and they're literally like we don't have like the water jug thing, but it's yeah. still like coffee machine conversations, mm-hmm. you know, and. Um, being able to congregate around, um, you know, snacks and then all of the meetings where we bring in food and stuff like that. It's just such a um, place that gets used a lot for the team. And then, um, of course, the training center, we're using that frequently several times a week um, as a team. And a lot of our good times as a company happen in that room, you know, because having like, you know, company-wide meetings and, monthly team meetings and team activities and things in in that training center so i i really like it that's so awesome to hear and you you have your clients come too like on certain vip days and things like that so that gets used a lot that's so good to hear they'll be there uh thursday (laughs) yes yes and then what about home what's one of your favorite spaces hmm um i like I like the whole downstairs. Like, I mean, not the basement, but that whole like that whole level. You know, I love um, the colors that you put in the dining room. Although we don't use the dining room, right? <laughs> you gotta use it more, right? I just never. Yeah, I love that formal, like with food. I'm like, we finished cooking. By the time I'm done, everybody's still eating around the islands and stuff right. like that, right? Right, right. But um, they just love to congregate in the in the kitchen in the open area. But um. Um, I love that. Um, I love the family room. I actually spend a lot of time in the family room, which is why it was so important for us to get the couch together because I'm like on that couch like every night. Um, so I love that. And yeah, okay. probably the whole level. I mean, you did everything except for my bedroom. I know we got to do that. <laughs> That's next. That's next. <laughs> I talk about that because... Um, you know, our tendency as mothers is to serve everyone else first, make sure everyone else is squared away and taken care of, and then we'll turn to ourselves. And I just recently did my own bedroom and it's been such a dream. I'm like, why didn't I do this earlier? But, you know, sometimes we just have to, it's okay. The time will make itself, uh, yeah. but I don't want you to put it off too long because it oh. definitely makes a difference. <laughs> 
in my rest, my quality of sleep, and just my connection with my husband. It's a really sexy, cool bedroom. I can't wait to get it photographed. So last question, um, what do you do for yourself to create a sacred space or take you know, time for yourself or rejuvenate? What do you do personally, Ronnie? Um, for myself, you know, to take time for myself. Well, I try to work out in the mornings, but I don't know if that, that counts, but I do. And then, um, I take bubble baths. Mm -hmm. So that's my thing. I like to do bubble, bubble baths every so often. And then, um, get my nails done. I don't really have any hobbies. So I'm, you know, I'm open to hobbies. People can leave me a comment and give me some hobbies. Yeah. <laughs> what are hobbies. some hobbies Ronnie could do? Do you like uh, drawing? Do you like puzzles? Uh, I started, I did start a hobby doing puzzles and I did about seven or eight of them, but then I got away from that. I, you know, the thing is I need a puzzle space. Yeah. They need to create a puzzle space because like I was doing puzzles in the, um, in the breakfast area off the kitchen, mm -hmm. but it's a puzzle there. It's like a puzzle there. Like for, if it takes me days or a week to finish the puzzle, then it's like a whole puzzle. Yeah. Like, and everybody's yeah. like, get that puzzle out of here. You know? What about the dining room? I just thought, I just feel like I shouldn't be in there doing a puzzle. It's so nice, Nikki. <laughs> we can move the centerpiece to the end of the table. And yeah, you can have your glass of wine and some music playing and you could do your puzzle in the dining room. I see that. I could see that. But then when you walk by, it's like, it's a it's a half okay. done puzzle. It's it's okay. It's all moved. No, that's not what you wanted for that. Are one. you OCD, Ronnie? Did I not know that about you? <laughs> I think I knew that about you. Do it. Let your hair down. We can relax and have a puzzle on the dining room table. It, it represents intellect. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. you are definitely a problem solver lady. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, thank you so much for being here. It's been fun to talk with you and hear about your journey from uh, another perspective, because it's a little bit more uh, for everyone to hear, not just for me to hear. And I really appreciate yes. it. Yes, yes, it's, it's important. And also, ladies, 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 especially as my, your kids get older, like you need to have these things like you came at the right time in my life, right? Because, you know, my kids are older and they're not tearing up the house or anything <laughs> like that. And I know you probably can, can design for that too, but it's like the right time. And I just feel like, yes, you know, my, my kids are late teens and, and older and the house is always just in nice condition and it's nothing like being able to come home and just have that nice space but also go to work and have that nice space even my office right um just to you, it, your environment environment makes a difference um especially towards your mindset and the things that you get done that day so if you're thinking about having someone designed and I think you definitely should pull the trigger Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ronnie. We will see you again very soon. All right. Thank you. When you think of the word luxury, what comes to mind? This word means a variety of things for everyone. This is why Marcia Coleman always tells her clients that luxury is a mindset. Marcia Coleman is a full service realtor providing a multitude of professional real estate services in the metro Atlanta area. She specializes in servicing buyers and sellers in both residential and commercial sales and leases. Known as the manifestor, 
Marcia works with clientele in all price ranges and loves assisting her clients achieve their dreams in life and real estate. She strives to help you manifest your dream home and life. Give her a call today at 678-895-5389 to start creating your version of luxury. As we come to the end of today's episode, I want to extend a heartfelt thank you to Ronnie Tyler for joining us and sharing her insights, experiences, and laughter. Ronnie, your journey resonates deeply with so many of us, reminding us of the importance of creating sacred spaces in our lives, both at home and at work. Your reflections on our collaborative efforts in transforming your spaces in Duluth, Georgia, and beyond serve as a testament to the power of intentionality, alignment, and collaboration. From the vibrant hues in your dining room to the cozy warmth of your family room, every detail reflects your personality and enhances your daily experience. I'm particularly moved by your commitment to prioritizing self-care, especially as mothers, amidst our commitments to others. Your journey to create a sanctuary within your own bedroom is a powerful reminder of the importance of nurturing ourselves amidst the demands of life. As we bid farewell to Ronnie, I encourage each of you to reflect on your own sacred spaces, the places where you find solace, inspiration, and renewal. Whether it's through a morning workout, a bubble bath, or a quiet moment with a puzzle, find what rejuvenates your spirit and nourishes your soul. Remember, creating sacred spaces isn't just about aesthetics. It's about fostering environments that support our well-being, inspire creativity, and nurture connection. Thank you, Ronnie, for sharing your wisdom, your laughter, and your journey with us. Your presence has enriched our conversation and inspired us to embrace the journey of creating sacred spaces in our own lives. And to all of you, our cherished listeners, thank you for joining us today. Your presence, your support, and your engagement mean the world to us. Until next time, may you continue to create and cultivate sacred spaces that bring joy, fulfillment, and peace into your lives. This is Nikki Klug signing off from Create Your Sacred Space. Take care, be well, and remember to nurture the spaces where your soul finds rest.